1: Never-ending windows, all you need is a door Searching for something to put a smile back on your face Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a climb So set your worries to the side Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience.
2: Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you?
3: Oh, frick. Oh, shoot. Um, <laughs> I totally messed up. I thought that this was our chapter meeting for the Andy McPhee Fan Club. But it seems to be the Dawson's Creek uh podcast oh, yes. instead.
2: I think you got your schedule mixed up there.
3: Oh, this is this is why you're the calendar keeper.
2: This is actually our prayer circle.
3: So oh, no. it's very embarrassing so now. Oh a double double mess up. Double mess up, yeah. It's like, Might oh, have to wow. leave that prayer circle. Sis. How embarrassing
2: for you. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> um, by the way, I've been looking everywhere, but Is there any way that you can please give me my barrette back?
2: How dare you? There is only one barret like this in the entire world.
3: Yeah. And now it's where missing. is it? Don't you care about anything? Don't you care about everybody having their own job? Like, yes. how dare you lose I'm the, the barrette, barrette master? How am I supposed to find a barrette in this whole entire
2: <laughs> internet space? Yes. It's impossible. It's impossible. We are here talking Dawson's Creek as always, season one, episode 13, His Leading Lady. Um, his, his Leading Lady? It's, it's, it's a question of which one, I guess. Dot, I dot, I mean, dot. It, it
3: really... No, it's not. It, it's, it's really not.
2: not. It's... I feel like the show wanted us to think that, like, maybe there would be something between Devin and Dawson for, like, a millisecond. Oh, God. That would be
3: my worst nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not getting fooled by these um, episode titles anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anymore. I am. It is not always what you expect
2: it to be. <laughs> yeah. No. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, Sarah,
3: how's your week been? How's everything going? Oh, gee golly, it really just sped on by, didn't it? Yeah. Um, busy, busy, busy week. Busy. I don't know. Not that busy. Yeah. It was fine. Oh wait. Was it this week my entire family was here? Yep. yep. Yeah. It was earlier yep. this week. Yep. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Everything's great. Yeah. It has
2: been so hot. And not only that, it's been like raining every oh. single evening. Every evening it
3: rains. Yeah. It's I depressing. haven't been outside during the day. Really? I've, um. I mean, yeah. Who wants to be? Decided to not do that. <laughs> so. I don't. Sounds right. Yeah. Um. I think that. I mean. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. I don't have anything exciting. Hold on. No. Like how? No. Definitely not. How are you? I always. I'm always told that I don't (laughs) ask you. how you're doing. <laughs> so how are you? I'm
2: good. I'm gearing up to go away for a long weekend. I'm up to my parents camp. My dad's birthday is happening. So he's turning 60. Very exciting. Yeah, I'm um, gonna go have some family time. Really excited about that. Not yeah. so excited about being in the car with Winston for about three hours because he is awful in um, the car. Yeah, I don't um, like that you're
3: leaving me. But it's I'm fine. sorry.
2: I don't know how it's any different me being, you know, two and a half hours away from you being like, you know, five and a half hours away from you. It, oh, probably- it just doesn't <laughs> feel right. Feels far. Um, Feels far. the good news is, is we have internet up there now. We didn't yeah. used to. Now there is internet, which is nice. I mean, it's nice to unplug and decompress. But it's also just nice to have the ability because the forecast says it is going to rain. So... We shall see. It'll be Boom. fun, though. Um, Will has to work. So it'll just be me and the fam. It'll be the four the four. OG oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So exciting. Stuff. Look at
3: that. Well, I hope that um, everybody had a nice 4th of July. I think today is the 4th of July observed. Yes. Which yes, is very yes. mind boggling. I d- kind of don't understand because like I was like, Somebody was telling me like, oh, you're off I'm like, why would I be off? It's not the 4th of July But then it was like, oh, it's a national holiday yeah. and you would get the 4th off but Well, yeah, because otherwise you get the fucked out off.
2: of Yeah, well, you get fucked out of days off if you don't If you don't get it the observed day, right? Like, I feel like you've earned Every company has an allotment of however many holidays yeah. they have So you would, yeah, you'd be screwed out of a day off if you didn't get the day after
3: I mean, I just, I mean, I'm complaining that you don't have to work. I'm just confused. <laughs> I wasn't anticipating it. Yeah. No, it's
2: nice. It's nice to have uh, the fourth off or I guess the fifth off. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So exciting mm-hmm. stuff coming up. Well, it would have already passed, I guess. Right. Yeah. This is coming back from the weekend. But my, hopefully uh, I had a good time.
3: Yeah. My sunburn's feeling better. That's good. You've been putting yeah. aloe on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure on the fourth I got a sunburn again. I'm sure you did because you don't put sunscreen on enough. I so. don't tell the people that. Don't don't <laughs> spread that rumor. It's not true. I, I don't need that. Um, I don't. I don't need the. You I only know.
2: speak the truth to our our loyal listeners. I
3: mean, but do you though? I mean, I feel like it. I don't know. I don't know why I would I lie to them? I think I'm more honest. You think so? Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
2: Hmm. That's a good poll. Who's more honest? I don't think either one of us is like particularly deceptive.
3: Okay. You know, you want to play these games? (laughs) You're putting a poll up? I'm putting a poll up. And let's see if anybody votes on it while we're we're podcasting. podcasting. Yeah, we'll check in at the end of the podcast. We'll see. Revisit. This is fun. I like
2: this. Who's
3: more honest? Are we
2: talking in general or are we talking
3: on the podcast? I mean, that's up for the people that answer the poll okay. to decide. Okay. Yeah, let, them, let them decide. Jessica Sterling.
2: <laughs> Need last names because otherwise they would have no idea who I am. And
3: I'm just going to put Sarah. Oh, great. I get last named and you don't. I'll put Sarah F. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sarah F. Yeah. Sweet. Ugh. I love it.
3: Okay. Well, all right. Only time will tell. Well, we
2: will revisit that after we talk about this episode of Dawson's Creek. Uh his leading lady like we said season one episode 13 um good episode uh not I feel like not as wild as maybe the last episode but we had some revelations we had some big moments my thought process here was we have like the movie set as like its own whole thing right yeah so what I'm gonna pitch that we do
3: is that okay
2: I was gonna say we take it relatively chronologically like my thought process was Pacey and Andy are their own thing. Right. Oh, and then, and then like everything else we kind of take chronologically and then we do like the movie set as like its own thing. It gets kind of tricky people. I don't know. You know, what? that's the other thing we need to, we need to ask the people is Would they prefer if we just went chronologically all the time or do they like it that we group it by like pairing. Uh yeah Now that we're you know Into yeah. season two Maybe people are changing their minds And they want us to do It a different way
3: Right yeah So we'd love to hear like, From you it's, We can't even do a story A and a story B Because there's like Story F So there's it's so it's, many it's, Yeah Yeah, it gets a little Complicated Yeah So um Yeah any advisement Would be cute Yes So would so, you rather Do pacing
2: Andy First or would you Rather do Yeah I kind of I
3: actually okay. would like To do Pacey Andy First
2: Okay sounds good Um So Does we start it, off well, I mean, yeah. You. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming you. Will, we'll get into it because I feel like you yeah. hate it. Um, so we have like Pacey and Andy hanging out. Pacey's checking out his own butt. Um, we yeah. see Andy take a pill in her bathroom, kind of like separately from Pacey. Mm-hmm. And of course,
3: like, did you peg Andy as like a horse girl? Like, girl has a mug with horses all over it. <laughs> okay, so I didn't see that, but I do want to have a complete stop down and talk about the fact that Andy has the mac computer that oh, was yes. blue with the clear yeah and that is a baller move so i just wanted to like point that out because that's what was important to me well this
2: is how we know that she what was i suppose you should say rich or like rich. keeping up appearances like yeah. that mac computer the fact that she loves horses only yeah, she rich probably people had a- horses
3: exactly <laughs> she probably had a horse yeah exactly yeah um so then, yeah, yeah so go ahead Oh, no, I mean, I, Pace, I also feel like we need to stop down to talk about if Pacey has like a good butt. Like he's very concerned. Here's the thing. Very baggy.
2: Yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. I was like the jeans. I mean, we're in the 90s, right? This is bag city, right? Like baggy everything and baggy shirts, baggy pants. And I think like the amount that he has to move fabric to even notice his butt. Yeah, like it's hard to tell if he has a good butt. If he was wearing skinny jeans,
3: we would be able to tell. Yeah, I cannot tell if he has a good butt or not either. So um, to be determined, Pacey. Maybe we'll figure it out later. Yeah.
2: But yeah, so Pacey ends up seeing the empty pill bottle. Not hidden very well. I mean, I don't know if that was like her intent. Not that people normally are like sifting through your garbage,
3: but um, it was under like a piece of toilet paper. Yeah. So the pill bottle says Zanac. Z a n a c, and yet he calls it Xanax later. I noticed that as Xanax, and then if the the captions because I always watch everything with captions say Mm -hmm. Xanax, X a n a x, but obviously you probably can't like say Xanax. Yeah, but they keep saying Xanax, and they keep saying it, and it's
2: yeah, no, it's very strange the way that they do it because it's obvious that it's not. Xanax but I think we're just supposed to kind of go with it okay I'll I'll go with it um now is this a violation in your mind okay so we already went through a whole situation where we talked through Dawson reading Joey's diary in my opinion this is different because the pill bottle you're not like (laughs) is this like I feel like now I'm just like Making excuses. But to me, the pill bottle, you're not opening it and like yeah. reading it. It's it's right it's in right front of your there. eyes.
3: Yeah. But it still feels right like there. a
2: violation,
3: right? Like of privacy. <sighs> so, but it's right there. Have you ever, I know, why do I even ask these questions? <laughs> like on someone's medicine cabinet? Like, have you ever seen a pill bottle and like saw a name and you're like, I don't know what the, that is. And then you Google it. And then you find out what it is. Not that I can think of, no. I've never been...
2: I, I just... I don't know how else to say besides like I'm a self-interested person and I don't often think about the other medications
3: people's, people are taking. Yeah. yeah. Um, Totally ne- never... N- um, I- I've never done that. <laughs> you just lied to the audience right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. JWing. Um, yeah. But know what? Like I don't really... I I honestly am kind of having like A little bit of a struggle on like Who's in the quote unquote right And who's in the quote unquote wrong this episode I think it's Um, blurry I don't think it's it's very blurry I think that
2: like here's the thing I think it's different when Dawson reads Joey's diary because he doesn't really have any reason to. Whereas I feel like in this situation, Pacey has noticed that Andy is, like, going through something mentally, right? Like, she had her outburst in the bathroom. She broke the mirror. Like, he can sense that something is up with her. And I think that, like, he's honestly worried about her and that is why he does it. Is it still a violation of privacy? Probably. Probably. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a little bit more forgivable. Um, And I also really appreciate And we'll we'll get to it when he has the conversation with Dawson um, I appreciate the fact That he didn't immediately just be like Andy what's this like he really thought about it Before he did anything with the information That he had right
3: yeah so then After he Looks concerned into space As a dramatic (laughs) As uh, a teen drama As a teen drama (laughs) does So he goes to his buddy Dawson Yeah And they're like watching they're they're like putting up posters
0: right, right? they're
2: decorating the set because this yeah. movie is going to take place in Dawson's bedroom which is like kind of creepy um stanky ass rank bedroom that we talk about all the time
3: uh yeah but then like <laughs> the all alternate choice that they made is even worse i think that was for rehearsal i, I think that's was- so Yes, because he literally
2: had a box with, like, a TV screen I, drawn on it. I thought that, it. That, that
3: that was, like, an artistic no. choice. That was rehearsals, from you what think I understand. so? I don't yes. know about that.
2: But, but they're in Dawson's room, and Pacey basically is like, have you noticed Andy being more high-strung lately? And he, t- he confides in Dawson about the pills. He says she's taking Xanax. And Pacey doesn't want to bring it up to her because he feels like he'll just make it worse. Like, he doesn't want... He doesn't want to make it even worse than it already is. So he kind of just doesn't really know
3: what to do. Yeah. Um, so Dawson's advice is um, like, let it be like she's already stressed out, as you can tell. And the best thing that you can do is just be there for her um, right. and like make sure that like as the time that you spend together is as unstressful as possible and to have fun with her and. Um, So, I mean, I I do agree with this in general. Like, yes, like I think that Pacey's job is to be that like Support system where like she comes Home and she doesn't have to worry about him But in the meantime like he Has this bit of information And like secrets are just Going to put like a wedge between them Right I feel like
2: even if PC can't help but treat her differently Knowing this information and We we do see it happen on Like the movie set right Mm -hmm. like He doesn't mean to let it affect The way he treats Andy but it's very obvious Mm -hmm. that it is And I think that like Rightfully so He notices it And realizes like I can't I can't keep this in Like right. I and, need to bring it up
3: Right And then at, at this point He doesn't even know The severity Of her Anxiety and depression Right, right. Because I mean In in a way He, he could be tra- uh, Catastrophizing it Catastrophizing it Fuck Catastrophize yeah, That's I a mean. word Great um, <laughs> Like he can be like Oh she's in like A manic depressive state Like she's right. nearly as Like having issues like her mother Like he it could really be Anything or I mean People take Xanax if they're having A little bit of stress Oh yeah yeah like Xanax can be Used for a
2: ton of different things And obviously this is also in the 90s mental health is totally treated differently Now Um, but Yeah, it it totally could be used for that. I feel like he also he just doesn't know. And knowing that, you know, I feel like he also there's a part of him where it's like knowing Andy is going through something and she hasn't confided in him. I feel like he's kind of worried. Like, why was she hiding this? Right. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we see them like on the on the movie set just to dip into there very quickly with them. Um, this is this is when uh, this is when Andy confronts Devin about the the barrette. Uh, she actually have a I think we have a moment before that. Oh, they have a moment before that. Go ahead. Sorry. What is it? I don't I'm trying to find it.
3: So um, after he gets the advice from Dawson, um to leave it alone. Of course PC's not able to do that. So he goes back to her house where she's studying outside. She's has like a ton of reading for school And Pacey sits her down and admits that he's been wrestling with He he should confront her with something or not Because he doesn't want to keep things from her And ultimately he admits to finding the Xanax bottle And she lies again um, about like it's her mother's And Pacey says, if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine But just don't lie to me, please And he says um, she started taking it right after Tim dies And it helps her even out her mood swings Right. And PC asks um, Why he feels She feels that She has to hide it And she's like I don't know I didn't know How you would react Yeah um, But then she's like um, But I spoke to my doctor And they're like Weaning me off of it
2: Yeah so um, let's take Let's take it one at sus. a time Like
3: with the With the Pacey stuff I feel like both
2: sides Like I mean I feel like They both handled it really well right like I totally get her side of things I feel like especially now it's also a little bit different again but even worse back in the 90s like to tell somebody you were on a medication for your mental health like it's so strongly stigmatized I could easily see her being like oh Pacey's gonna think I'm crazy just like my Mm -hmm. mom or I should say you know crazy in quotes just like my mom he's gonna break up with me he's gonna dump me like he won't understand um I totally understand like why she hit it and I get why he's upset that she Hit it right like you want to be In a loving open relationship With somebody Um, But yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't think either one of them did the necessarily Like wrong thing here Mm-mm.
3: No I am mean, because Ultimately you have to protect yourself if you Don't feel like you're in a safe right. space to share Something like that that's big then That's your choice right um, But the, you know yeah. who the
2: person that I think Is wrong is in this situation Andy's fucking doctor <laughs> Because, like, she says her doctor isn't going to refill the script. First of all, with any medication, I'm not a doctor. Preface, I am not a doctor. With any medication, though, especially ones for your mental health, or even really anything, you're supposed to be, like, weaned off of something, right? Like, it's supposed to be steady steadily like low doses until you're finally off of something otherwise your body just like has reactions so the fact that she took one more pill and then all of a sudden her doctor isn't refilling her script is super like just bad and then he says that like oh he's not going to refill my script because he wants me to go to therapy like Mm -hmm. I am all on board for going to therapy and like working on your mental health with a therapist but like I feel like I don't know that I really like the idea of like taking meds away from her and forcing her to go to a therapist. Like, why not
3: both? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like it should be both. However, there is like a part of me that feels like Andy took herself off the medicine and this was a bluff. Interesting. Like, I felt like. You know, this was just her being like, Yeah, like it's fine because like I'm not gonna be on it anymore. Um, and like maybe her doctor wants her to go to therapy, but I I, I don't know. Like I have a feeling that it was her choice to get off the Xanax. Um, I feel like and it was the doctors. I thought it wasn't just
2: because we saw how much of a struggle it was for her to even admit that she needed it again. Um, and so like why would then she take it just to stop
3: taking it a few weeks later. I don't know. Um because but she I just, started taking it and then she was like, I don't wanna deal with this and I'm gonna take myself off of it. I don't need yeah. it.
2: It's possible it's certainly possible. Um but I just think like I feel for Andy here. It's it's really awful. Um, and, and Pacey's like, you know, if you weren't okay, you would tell me, right? And, you know, she's like, yes. And that's when we, so I had them mixed up. So then we get to the, the movie set, um, where she has this outburst with Devin basically about losing the barrette and she's really upset. Um, and, uh, and Pacey basically pulls her aside and he's like, you're not fine. I could tell that you're, you're just not fine right here, right now. Um, and, uh, Yeah, Andy is not having it. She's really, really upset. And she decides at this moment, she's like, I can't. It basically feels like to me she has so many stressors in her life that she's like, something's got to give. Only one thing is expendable and it's not my family and it's not my, like, I guess, good grades. It's you, PC. We're the problem. And she basically, it's I guess it's a breakup. It's not very clear, but I guess it's a breakup here.
3: Um, I mean I think it's Andy just pushing her away Like I feel like there's so many couples that just use like a breakup as like a like as a fighting mechanism or a flighting mechanism And um, like I don't know if she really meant it but at this point in time There's so much Swirling in her mind And she doesn't like The fact that Pacey's treating her Differently in her View So she's just like You know what We're not gonna work out Like I don't I don't really think That yeah. this is Necessarily what she was Wanting Um and, and that's I guess like my Biggest problem Really is like I can't tell If Andy has A serious Problem Or Or The the reason why I say this is because Everything that Andy is going Through would lead Anybody to go through Difficulties like she talks about How her mom's missing in Action and her I mean her dad's Missing in action and her her mom's barely Lucid and she Mm -hmm. is Controlling like has to like you Know hold on to her entire family like you know, I think like anybody who is anybody Would be suffering from depression and anxiety Because of this yeah. And I, I I guess like, once again It's because it's a TV show It's because it's a 90s TV show It's like, I, I just want to know It's like, are they like proposing that Andy has like Some serious issue yeah. I for, When that, I perceive her as Just going through a really hard time
2: I think it could be Both. I think it could be, like, anybody could have struggles like these if they've gone through what Andy's gone through. Anybody at any point in time can feel the need to, to, you know, uh, get medical treatment for mental health uh, issues that crop up as a result of anything, really, right? Like, I feel like... It's like going through this past year with COVID and everything like, my gosh, we've all been in like a really bad place mentally. And it's not just like, yeah, of course, there are people who are more predisposed to depression, anxiety and all of those things. Um, But it could be a traumatizing event like her, her brother dying and her mom, you know, having also mental struggles and her dad basically ditching them. So it's one of those things where it's like it could be both things. I don't necessarily know that the show is trying to push us one way or the other but to me it seems obvious based on how we've seen Andy act in the beginning of this season that she's going through a bit of a spiral because we've now seen twice where and I'm not saying it's not justified in the situation where she was in the bathroom right like that situation totally justifiable but now we've seen her like Kind of have a bit of a meltdown. I don't know if that's the word I want to use, but kind of go off on a person for something that it doesn't really seem like it's necessary to go off about.
3: Okay, yeah, I think I think that what I ultimately need for complete transparency and clarity is it for to be even less of like, I mean, being on a film set is really stressful. I need her to be like at the 7-Eleven Like they don't have churros And she has a meltdown about it You know what I mean Just to make it clear Yeah I just need something Like so like outlandish Or like not like more Like arbitrary as to like Why she would have a meltdown For me to be like Okay she's having like a manic episode or something yeah. like that. You know what it I mean? It just
2: seems, yeah, to me it seems like there's enough of a difference in her personality from the beginning of the season to now where, like, yeah. she's obviously very upset and gets gets very upset. I mean, even in this scene, right, where Pacey brings her a rose, she, like, tells him to leave, he climbs up the side of the house, you know, he, uh, he says, you know, you need me. Uh, I'm like the, the Andy McPhee fan club or whatever. Uh, and he says like, I'm not going to let you push me away. Um, and Andy basically says, like, I feel like her admission should be enough where she says, you know, I want to feel better. And Pacey yeah. said, you know, I can help you. We can do this together. Like to me, her saying I want to feel better. First of all, highly relatable. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, I feel like that's an admission of like, I'm not okay. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, uh, it doesn't matter how you label it, right? Like, anxiety, depression, however you want to label it, she's not okay. And she's the one who's admitting, I'm not okay. Um, And yeah, I think, like, honestly, like, I feel like there's never been a better time to watch an episode like this. Like, seeing Andy kind of go through it, again, interesting to watch it. From a perspective of this is a 90s show because I feel like um, it's actually handled fairly delicately, um, to be frank, versus like I feel like a lot of shows could have done this a lot worse <laughs> than That's than Dawson's Creek did it.
3: That's true. Um,
2: but yeah, th- going through everything with COVID, I feel like this is yeah. like a perfect time to watch someone really like really go through it. And obviously she went through something very different than than like a shared long term uh, trauma of COVID. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed this storyline I don't know how to feel I, I'm curious to hear feedback from people on how they feel about Pacey and his actions this episode because I still am kind of struggling with how to feel about the whole him looking at the the pill bottle situation
3: right but I do I mean I would do want to give Pacey um some credit because he really does not want to give up with her like Dawson literally tells
2: Um, Pacey
3: to just like let go and if she's Like meant to be she'll like come back To you and Pacey's like I can't do that With Andy like she needs me and I need Her and we're not like typical like High school couples like I'm not going To just like let her go Um, so I I do like Like I, I think it really depends on the Girl also But, like, a girl like me is, like, I want a guy to, like, fight for me. If I'm, like, I want you to leave me alone, like, I want that person to, like, keep trying and keep trying like a Mm pacy would. But there's so many women out there that, like, is just, like, no, I need space. I need you to go away. So it's, like, it depends on the person, really, right? That's actually a very good point that I I hadn't really thought of.
2: Yeah, I don't know how it... (sighs) I don't know how it comes off nowadays where Pacey goes to the door and he says, no, like, please leave. And he persists because I think yeah. you can view it both ways. I'm I'm strangely enough, you know, not surprising at all. I'm kind of different than you are in that way. If I say I need my space and I say I want to be left alone, that means yeah. I need my space and I need to be left alone. Yeah. It does not mean keep pestering me and keep, you know, <laughs> coming towards me like so I think it really depends on the person. I guess yeah. I would give Pacey the benefit of the doubt that he knows Andy enough to know that she does need him in that moment. Um, I would hope that if she really sincerely said at the window, like, please leave, I need my space, that he would. Um, but good point. I, I I don't know. Yeah, it's it's tricky. It's, it's always tricky. Yeah.
3: That's why, like, this sort of thing is like it not everything works for the same girl. Like, you can do like everything the same for two different people. Yeah. And you never know like how the reaction is going to be. Because for me, it's like I just want somebody to fight for me. It's like the more you persist, the more I know that you're like passionate about us. So, yeah. but, um, and then so that's, that's one thing. And then, yeah, like, I mean, I guess this is, like, a first little blip into a possible, like, issue within their relationship, um, and it, you know, it concerns me, and I think that that's, like, I guess that this is kind of my problem, is that, like, I'm trying to play, like, 3D chess with Dawson's Creek, like, I'm trying to, like, figure out, like what's going to be the downfall of pacing and Andy I love this right. couple so much and I think that I just need to live in the moment and like at this time my like half-baked theory is that they're like and I guess this is why I get so irritated with like um me perceiving that the show is telling me that Andy is crazy because it's like I just have like a or like a Gross feeling that they're that's The way that they're going to swing it Is that like Andy needs to like go Away and get some help Mm -hmm. You know what I mean and I just feel very Ick about it yeah Um, And like like you're saying Like
2: if that was a if that was a plot line Like you would need to be more justified than What it is right now
3: yeah like I Just don't like I if that's Like part of the reason why they Don't work out I'm just Going to be pretty bummed because Mm -hmm. I mean as a person like I've been in relationships with both sides where like my partner had like you know depression and I was there for them and same thing with the reverse and you know you kind of like work through it if you want to be with that person mm-hmm. um, so it's just I don't know. I, like I said, I need to be in the now of the Dawson's Creek. I guess that's my yeah, issue. Yeah, I wouldn't s- try not to like metagame the yeah. whole
2: show at that point. And yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying, though. I, I agree. Like, I think that it, at least at this point, we're 13 episodes in. We're midway through the season, basically. Um, and I, I don't disagree with you, right? Where like we'd need more justification if that yeah. is the reason. Is this like edgic? Edgic for yes, Dawson's edgic. Creek? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do we want to get into? Um, let's go. I guess let's go straight to jo- Joey and Dawson because that's how we start the episode. And that'll kind of bring us into the movie set and, and yeah. all that goes with it. Um, so, they're having their first movie night post breakup. It's kind of a big deal. It is a big deal. It's kind of awkward. I don't know. I think it feels awkward right out the gate.
3: Well it was going fine until Dawson has to be like very in his head about it and be like Hey like look at us like isn't it cool that we're doing our first movie night post breakup And I'm sure I'm positive that didn't even cross Joey's mind and now it's like literally All she thinks about yeah and it's it's one of those things where it's like you know that Saying it's like the lady doth
2: protest too much it's like Dawson talks too much about How great they did for their first thing post breakup that it's obvious that he still feels Feels, like really awkward about it because he's yeah. like too much he's like this was so great look what we did and then he wants to show uh joey pictures to cast sammy who is like the joey in the in the script um and yeah it's it's so awkward too because dawson brings up he's like oh yeah i and well it, it, oh, sorry it's the other way joey is like, oh, I'm kind of amazed at, like, how you're dealing with this. And Joey's like, oh, yeah, I had to let it go. Like, you let go first, and then I did the same. And it's like, it's too simple, right? Like, I think yeah. we can all feel in this moment, it's like, Mm-mm, uh, it's too simple.
3: Yeah, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right. Like, I think that these two are just like, it's almost like when, um, during sex, she wrote, one of them is like, yeah I had sex And the other one was like Yeah I had sex And neither of them had sex But they yeah. just wanted to like Prove that they did And it's kind of the same thing It's like They're both saying we're okay Because the other one is saying We're okay Yeah Well yeah exactly And it's it's one of those things Where it's like It feels like
2: they're both Just lying to each other constantly And then we see mm-hmm. When Joey actually does leave First of all Leaves through the door Not through the ladder On the ladder Wow And like the look on her face Looks like she's, like, disappointed that Dawson didn't, you know, was, quote-unquote,
3: handling it well. Oh, Um, absolutely. You know, you don't, you just want, like, the person that you're not with anymore to be a little bit miserable. (laughs) So. (laughs) See,
2: I, I, I don't know. I'm different. Like, I feel like I would be uncomfortable if I was trying to be friends with an ex And they were still like feeling feelings if I if I wasn't, which I guess isn't the case in this situation.
3: I would never put myself into this position. (laughs) I would never. I mean, if
2: I still loved that person, then I would. But if I I guess if I didn't, I wouldn't. But that's I mean, Mm -hmm. we'll get there, I guess. But yeah, do we did you
3: love the scene of Joey in art class? (laughs) Dawson comes in. Oh my gosh, so yeah, another nude art class um, This mm-hmm. time with a female model And Dawson comes in He's apparently, um, I, I guess like I forgot this fact That Joey takes her art classes at the local like college Yeah Um. So he's at the university library Like trying to get research or whatever and Joey, he's like making a total scene. like he's like sh- staring at Rachel A. Cook and the the teacher's like trying to kick him out. He's like, "There's no part for wide-eyed visitors here. Yes. Um, yeah, and it's like it's so awkward because he realizes he's like, oh shit, she's
2: naked, and he's just like staring at her. Yeah, like Dawson, yep, yep, get yep. a grip. And then he just kind of like runs out, embarrassed. It's very oh, yeah. funny. He
3: makes the makes the scene like trips yeah. over the easel. Um, so Joey's pretty embarrassed as well. Um, we get a scene of Dawson in the library. Yes, with the nude girl.
2: Yes, and the the new the new the nude girl in the in the show Devin is played by Rachel Lee Cook of she's all that fame. I think that's probably what people most know her for. Yeah. Um and yeah, so they they meet in the library. They just get to like talking. Um apparently Devin is a drama major, so like being um a, a nude model is like an exercise. Um and uh I I kind of love Devin and I, I I don't care for Devin much as much later um but I do love her in this scene because she's like oh you're trying to make your first film that's so cute like <laughs> she just I, like treats him like a baby yeah, I hated this bitch from the very second I saw her <laughs> I loved her just because Dawson pisses me off with how like pretentious he is sometimes and so I really loved that she was just like oh good luck and he was yeah. just like so he decides that she's just like Snarky enough to be able to play the part Of Joey or I should say Sammy Um and so she she Does take the script but you can tell She's like what does she say to him she's just like I've made uh, I've made people or I've made people cry over smaller things or something like that. Oh, careful, Dawson.
3: Stronger men have been crushed, but what I think—that's what it is. And like, tell me you didn't love that. I feel like you'd love that in a character. I, this girl, she gives me the creeps. I can't. I really. I honestly. I can't stand her. Like really? she's so. I wrote she's such a fucking weirdo Like she is strange She like, weirds me out later But in this moment you know you, you're telling me Even in this I scene, didn't, you didn't like, like her she's, she's like she gives me the, the Heebie jeebies I don't Know like from the second I saw her I Knew that she was a freak was it because She was like peering through bookshelves at Dawson that and she's just Like <laughs> you know she's like You know I don't know she's Just like a weirdo yeah Um
2: I just maybe I just relate because I'm a fellow weirdo that I'm like oh, I could dig this maybe, girl. Maybe,
3: maybe. So, um, up next we have, um, uh. So, so she, are you? We like, are we sticking with
2: Devin and Dawson, and when she goes to his house?
3: Yeah, right. Like, first of all, didn't he put his like phone number on the script? Did he put his address? Like, yeah, he is, said he said because this is the '90s and we're not afraid of serial killers quite. <laughs> quite so much. Let me just give so her a window, yeah, I put, my phone number and my address. Yeah, my phone number and my address is on the front of the script. Sure. Fine. I guess. So, like, um, so she doesn't decide to call him, like, a normal human. This fucking weirdo just shows up in the middle of the night. <laughs> it was so dark out. It was so, yeah, it was probably, like, 1130 at night. And, like, Dawson's, like, putting out, like, um... Like a, a cardboard box <laughs> or a TV Like two lawn chairs was and like, This is my bedroom And you're saying I thought that this was like Because Pacey was like It's kind of weird that you're You know filming in your bedroom Like that's a right. little like creepy So then I thought that Dawson's like You know response to that was like Oh that's fine I'll make a set outside with, no. like, cardboard furniture. I and, just like, thought a this was
2: rehearsal because, like, Jen was there reading lines with them, you know. So it felt like rehearsal to me. Um, but, yeah, I love that immediately she comes in and she's like, um, I didn't love this script. It's, like, angsty. You're overanalyzing everything. I had to call back to my adolescence.
3: Yeah, and Dawson's <laughs> like, yeah, like, what, two years ago? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, but to be fair to
2: her, I feel like, if she's in college and he's in high school, to me, there's like a giant maturity gap in between those two.
3: There's probably like four years between them, right? Like he's right. a sophomore or is he a junior now? He's still, he's still sophomore. a sophomore. We haven't we haven't gotten she's, a full grade through. So she's a sophomore of, of college. college. So she's four years. Four and that's a huge years. difference
2: in my opinion.
3: I don't know. She's acting like it was like 10 decades and she's like oh, like, I, I can barely, barely relate. And she's like, and then she talks about, like, she's like that bitch, like, oh, like, my psych professor says this. It's like you take one psych class and you are, like, a freaking psychologist now, yeah. girl.
2: I feel like that's every psych major <laughs> just thinks yeah. they are. But yeah, yeah, she's like, I really, and this is where, to me, because I like her at the beginning, and then she's, she just swiftly goes off a cliff with how much I like her. She nosedives. dives. Um, she's like, I got to the core of the Sammy character. Her, though like and I love how Dawson is so butthurt about the fact that she didn't like his script that he's just like I don't think you're right for the part though now just cause you cause you're like, just <laughs> don't get
3: it <laughs> yeah. And then she but then she's Like if you can't take Constructive criticism you're Never going to make it in Hollywood mm-hmm. you're never going To make it oh I also like He's like you're not ready For the part you're a little Dot 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 small yes it's Like it's like cutting back And
2: forth um good luck in High school I'm sorry I Wasted my time and Don't then she Goes to leave and he's just Like oh shit Joey certainly Would say something like that To me okay now I need to Have her <laughs>
3: Right. He's like, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, you spent all this time. You, like, came here. Like, please audition for the part. Like, and he's like, why don't you try scene five? And she's like, well, I'm going to do scene 15. Yeah. Just to be a contrarian. And this is like,
2: it's very obviously him and Joey from the beauty contest. And she, like, Kills it. She knocks it out of the park. She easily yeah. has the part.
3: Uh, it did kind of make me wonder if Rachel Lake Cook actually auditioned for the part of Joey. Um, uh, and I haven't. Maybe she did not get it, and maybe that's why they brought her in for this. I was. I haven't read anything that? about
2: that. I, no.
3: I I don't believe that's the case. Um, mm-hmm. certainly could be, but I haven't seen that anywhere. Yeah. Well, if anybody knows, um, yeah. So uh, this is the point. Where I realize there is No way Dawson Can say that this Movie is not a direct Rip yeah. from his life I don't understand because how he even said like, it in the first Place word for word Their conversation at Beauty contest pretty much Yeah, I will say one thing he has a great what? memory <laughs> Well like what do you do He like like spends every Night and starts like writing down In yeah, his like he diary what they said. He, Yes can you imagine if we did that? That would be, like, a, very, a lot of transcribing if when we spend two hours together.
2: <laughs> it's, like, Wait, it's either that or, you know, like, so it's not like today where we, like, cell phones have recording devices and you can yeah. get, like, sneak cams and whatever. But imagine he has this giant recorder, like, yep. stuffed in his jacket at all times and he's yep. recording every conversation. <laughs> every That's why his pants
3: are so baggy. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's to hide the recording equipment. Yeah, so that I he can this. go home and then, like, go in his typewriter and go, like, <laughs> nip, 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 nip. <laughs> Yes, because typewriters are so much more sophisticated. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, tell me, you know, somebody that collects typewriters. And oh, no. I know somebody who t- collects typewriters and most pretentious person that you can ever imagine. The thing is, is with, like, if you're, I can see, like, collecting. Like, I'm not a collector to begin
2: with, but... If you're going to collect things, typewriters seem like a bad idea because they're mm-hmm. huge
3: and yeah. like you have to, you can't just stack them on top of each other. Yeah. Oh, like I do want to say, okay, I do want to say um, Tom Hanks collects typewriters. Of course he does. But, but he's, he's a mansion. Not, he's not the person that I was referring to as being pretentious. <laughs> so he's not want, pretentious. And I don't know him. I just want to make back there.
2: Them. Oh, I yeah. thought for a second you were referring to Tom Hanks as your like your best friend and you knew him. So no, I'm glad you cleared my, it up.
3: He's my boyfriend. That's right. That's right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um do we want to do a quick bop to Jen and
3: Grands? Is absolutely The Return I, of Graham. Yeah, I can't believe Jen didn't murder her. Um, <laughs> I am going to say that I'm like ninety percent convinced that she went on some like retreat to South America. And that's where she's been like Habitat with Humanity mm-hmm. like on some sort of retreat. She's a
2: little old to be like, you wow. know. Th- I mean,
3: but like, why was she not up Jen's ass for the entire second season and all of a sudden today she's up Jen's ass again.
2: Yeah. She just she made her return. Uh, yeah. Tyson Hicks is helping her with her groceries. Um, and apparently he's very interested in film. He would like yep. to help.
3: And Jen yep. is like Sign you up
2: We need all the help we can get on set You're
3: hired Yeah and he like seems like a really nice guy Like he says that he's a hard worker mm-hmm. A fast learner He's good with his hands um, So <sighs> it seems like It's like a, a interesting and interesting guy um, mm-hmm. And you know he says that Like you know you can use me For anything that you want yeah, and we'll get cool. into
2: him a little bit more on the movie set and uh, and after, because uh, I got shit to say about Mr. Tyson. Got um, shit to say. I do. Uh, let's talk about the Ice House. Joey and Jack at the Ice House. Um, apparently, Jen has asked Jack to help out on set. Joey wasn't made aware of it until Jack brought it up, and Joey seems like... Weirded out about this
3: because she's like, I don't think Dawson's gonna like this very much, but okay, <laughs> yeah. But like, they just went fishing together and they just like kind of squashed their beef, so it's not that bad.
2: I think it's more okay. Again, maybe I am. I love. I like the theorizing though. I feel like the tinfoil hat theorizing is fun. Here's my here's my thought. I think Joey doesn't want Jack there because not because she thinks Dawson will be like feel a certain sort of way or she thinks that like Jack and Dawson will get into an argument. I think she wants to be on set without Jack there. Oh,
3: yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she needs a break. I mean, they are kind of like always near each other. You know, to go to school together, to go on their dates together, or assuming that they go on dates together, to work together. It's a lot. Yeah. And I'm sure you're right. Like, I'm sure, especially with Dawson around, I'm sure that she wanted her own thing without Jack. Yeah. And it's probably the best, a a better idea not to invite Jack around such expensive equipment. (laughs) Exactly.
2: And then we get the turning point where I was like, to Devin Okay
3: this bitch Like Oh woof. weirdo Yeah She so, shows up at the ice house Yeah She's at the ice house uh, How did she even know That uh, Joey worked there And It probably says Joe- it in the script Oh God! No, it's like the scr- it's the steamboat, like it's yeah, in exactly. the ice house.
2: It's like exactly. the, ice, the steam cabin, something
3: like so obviously, like <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's so stupid. Um, so yeah, so Joey goes over to take her, um, her order, and Devin is just staring at Joey and then she starts like impersonating her yeah like the her inflections in her voice her mannerisms yeah and like you know Joey like you know puts her hair be- behind her ears and then Devin does it too so she Joey gets weirded out she goes back to Jack and is like, hey can you like take care of this girl because she's like freaking me out. Um, And then Jack goes up to Devin and Devin's like, do you know that waitress? Because if you do, tell me everything that you know about her. It's so creepy. Like, here's the thing. You know what would have been less creepy, Devin? Just fucking
2: introducing yourself and being like hi joey i'm going to be playing the role of sammy in dawson's film can you please sit down and tell me a bit about yourself not mimicking her and then asking her boyfriend to tell you every gritty detail about her life it's so off-putting and i feel like joey wouldn't have liked her regardless like that is my stance 1000 there is no world in which joey likes this girl however what a smoothed the what is it smooth grease the wheels a little bit grease the gears I don't know what the term is it would have made it easier if she fucking wasn't such a fucking weirdo
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh yeah uh, this was just bizarre man like talk about like like she said that she was going method um oh yeah and we'll see that later
2: she is a million percent going fucking method oh god
3: this is this is why you don't hang out with theater majors (laughs) you're gonna
2: insult all the theater majors what if we have them in our listeners
3: kidding just (laughs) there you go that fixes it (laughs) yeah with
0: everything you have on your plate earning your degree online seems impossible but at grand canyon university we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.
2: Um, are you ready to move on to the movie set itself? Yeah. All right. So, uh, well, we have we have a few different movie sets, obviously, but this is kind of just the beginning of all of it. Jen is helping Chris and Devin rehearse um, and Dawson is giving uh, advice to Chris and that's when Joey comes in and it is like so awkward. Devin Mm -hmm. introduces herself and Joey is immediately like not having it, doesn't like her, isn't into it. Devin asks a million questions of Joey uh, Mm -hmm. and she says like the most awkward thing ever because here's the thing, she knows that Joey and Dawson are not together. So for her to then say, oh, Sammy and Wade are soulmates who will be overpowered by transcendent love. Girl, read the fucking
3: room. <laughs> I know. I know. It. It. This is, it's getting weird. Very, very weird. Yeah, and here's, what do we think
2: about, um, what do we think about the names Sammy and Wade as like the alter egos for uh, Dawson and Joey? I think Sammy makes sense. Because it could be Sam, could be a, uh, it's a what is it unisex name or whatever Right right yeah so that makes
3: sense Wade I'm not on board. Wade's with. weird it's weird Kim, Kim which is the general that made Sense to me yes Three Kim letters. made sense Kim made sense yeah why the fuck <laughs> is he
2: Wade His name is Dawson you <laughs> where did Wade like...
3: Come from I actually feel like Devin Makes more sense <laughs> It's because the- like if you If you go Like D-A-W and then Stop and like reverse it W-A-D
2: oh. I mean, I guess if you really try hard, I suppose. But yeah, I just don't understand why he didn't do like, you know, Duncan or, you know, uh, you know, another D name. Like there's so many. Right.
3: Yeah, I but know. Well, I don't I don't like it. I don't, it's weird. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So Joey is continuously getting more and more weirded out by watching these scenes unfold. Un- understandably so. Yeah.
2: Uh and what do we what do we think of their they're filming this whole like fight scene and Tyson messes up the camera and he says to Jen, Oh, I this accident could have been avoided. I can't concentrate when you're nearby. Is he coming on too strongly?
3: I didn't think so. I thought that Jen was feeling it. Jen is very a very flirty girl. I and I felt like she was feeling it. Like um I, I was very into this Thai thing. See, I was like, I just, okay, okay I guess, fine. Like, I guess you're right. Jen
2: seemed into it because she. I, the, what did she say? She's like, "Woo boy" or something like that. Down, Down boy. boy, yeah. Yeah. So she she seemed into it. To me, this would be very off putting if somebody said this to me, like straight out the gate. Like I just met you, like yesterday. This is very uncomfortable. But I guess she she
3: enjoyed it. That's that's a good point. She liked it. Yeah. Um. Jack comes up to Joey and. Asks her finally, somebody did. If this is bothering her at all, and she's like, "Well, why would it be?" And it's like, <laughs> it's Girl. all about you. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just like, like the obvious reason why yeah, would it be, Joey? I know. I, I yeah, I know. So like, you know, she's like, "Don't worry about it. Like, we're gonna get through this. Like, it's fine. Don't think about Dawson. We're like way over and." <laughs> you know jack's like okay as long as like you're both over each other um and then we get like this little montage of everyone like screwing up and like Devin comp- continuing to be like a freaking creep and a half and copying yes. her mannerisms and yeah, like being it's, it's very psycho. Awkward. oh my god um, and yeah like joey's just getting increasingly increasingly Like agitated about this whole production
2: Which I would too If I had somebody just repeatedly Like taking everything I did And like taking notes on me That would weird me out
3: That but also like she Like she read the script But this is just like It's it's literally It's not even a fabrication anymore It's not even like fiction anymore It's just like an exact replica of their lives And it it's it's uncomfortable.
2: Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. Here's the other question I have. Because we know Dawson rewrote the script so that him and Jen would be the characters that, like, end up together. And we we know that, like, I believe it's Abby who plays the Jen character. At least that's what I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, where the hell is she? Like, it's it seems like a 180. I don't know. It's really weird because I feel like we had this, like, Dawson and Jen thing was, like, a big thing. And then it was, like, uh, it ended as soon as the lie about having sex came out and all of that. But, like, did he rewrite the script again? Because now it feels like it's more of a him and Joey thing. It just could be that maybe they're filming these scenes first rather than.
3: Right. Well, you know. Abby was a no-show, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we didn't see her at all.
3: Um, yeah, because Jen had to read her lines. Yes.
2: Uh, and we also have Jen, like, oh, okay. It weirds me how to even speak the words. But she asks Ty, are you being a good boy? And it, like, the cringe factor, I can't. To me, it's only acceptable to ask that to a dog. Like, <gasps>
3: It's not okay yeah, to ask that to I think so too um, I think so too uh, But like that means Like to me that means like Jen's being overly flirty as well So yeah. anything that Ty does Is not that creepy to me Because Jen's just matching They're matching each other's energy um, Jen even gets like a neck massage um, mm-hmm. Where He, like, complies really quickly And she asks him out And he's like, yeah, like, let's do it As long as you let, you know, me... Like make the plans yeah
2: put yourself In my hands or something like that And she's like and they're nice hands. Oh see I can't (laughs) I can't I don't know What it's what's wrong with me that This kind of stuff like weirds me out To a degree like it makes me like Want it makes my skin crawl like just The like oh they're good hands like Oh I don't
3: know I think it's it has Something to do with uh (laughs) <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know I wouldn't even say If you were a Catholic I would be like You know No, to no do It's with just like, like My
2: prudish nature I guess I have no idea It's just like yeah. The PDA stuff I guess Um. So yeah So now we have Like Dawson is getting frustrated Because he feels like De- Chris and Devin Aren't necessarily Getting uh, You're the not Raiden getting it characters. Yeah <laughs> So uh, stupid And it's so Like this scene Oh my gosh So he basically Is like It's agony Like your heart Had been ripped out Of your chest And stomped on And he's staring Directly at Joey Uh, It's the most intense pain you'll ever feel You know it's yours for life
3: (laughs) But I mean I do want to say that Joey seems like she's having A really good time laughing at Whoever she's laughing at
2: Yeah I don't know who the hell she's talking to But she's like having the time of her life over there
3: Um, (laughs) Definitely not Jack She never smiles like that when she's with Jack
2: Yes uh, and this is like I, I do love the scene of Devin and, and Joey like Devin's like I don't understand where Sammy's anger Comes from how, how are you Angry or can you be angry uh, I, I'm not used to being angry And Joey's like I'm not angry by Nature it's all fictional
3: Oh yeah like as She's like starting to get like a little Like agitated At this whole entire conversation Yeah um, So she this is this is interesting. So she totally like negs her.
2: Oh, yeah, she's it's and it's very obvious what she's doing. Like she basically is like, so tell me how you date one guy while you're in love with another. Your heart is so clearly with Dawson and Joey reads her like a book. She knows what she's doing. But the problem is, is when she goes after Jack. That sets Joey off. She asks Jack, like, what's it like to be the transition guy? And Joey immediately. And I I understand why, because I feel like she views Jack as like a harmless puppy. Like she needs to defend him um, against Devin. And this is what I have as my my sassy saying, because it was too good not to do it. Uh, Look, you annoying little third rate wannabe. Why don't you take your irritating self and prey on somebody who doesn't see through your pathetic attempt to masquerade bitchiness as research?
3: Yeah. And then Devin's only response to that is thank you.
2: Because she got exactly what she wanted.
3: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And Joey's like, ugh. Like, she's just, she's too short to play me anyway.
2: Yes. And I think, like, this is the point where Devin should be like, oh, I guess I understand why they're using all these, like, $10 words in the script. It's because this is the type of anger that Joey has. (laughs) She, like, uses the word masquerade in her anger.
3: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. uh, It's just like such I don't know Like Devin is so freaking Annoying like if I have to see Devin Again I'm just gonna fall over (laughs) Well we'll see who knows she might Be back oh no (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um and uh, Joey is still looking very Uncomfortable and like it's during this Whole one of the, the biggest Scenes um that as soon As they call cut Joey's Like pissed and wants to talk to Dawson and maybe i feel like we're we're going to have differing viewpoints on this um because she she basically yells at Dawson and says why do you insist on reliving these painful moments um and in my opinion it's like well Joey you read the script you're mm-hmm. working on set if you were uncomfortable like why are you here
3: why did you agree to help if you were that uncomfortable with it that's true she did say that she couldn't help in the first place because she was too busy but I just want to know why this has to be Like so painstakingly Like on the nose About their lives Like what? Like is it really necessary Like you know you can't come up It's not even it's lazy writing You know what I mean like it's not like He's not even taking influence from his life It's just like exactly his life And I think that this is a little Disrespectful of Dawson To create this Movie around their lives And then for you know Eight creek weeks be like this is not about us it's not about us it's not about us and it's just Like exactly about everything that they went through it's to me it's like it's way 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 Too much um and she you know she says the same thing she's like why do you have to go through Every excruciating detail why do you want to relive the most painful experience of our lives like is this, like, your, like, way of moving on? Are you trying to punish me? Like, what is this? Mm-hmm.
2: And the thing is, is, like, the reason that Dawson wrote about this is because he literally has nothing else to write about, right? Like, he hasn't had a, a full... He hasn't had crazy experiences to pull from yeah. um, so far. And so the only... The, the biggest emotional thing he's experienced is this breakup and is his love with Joey. Um And basically Dawson you know snaps back at her and says like you have all these new things this is the only thing I have this is all I have left you're the one who left me you're the one who dumped me I haven't moved on I haven't let go I'm clinging to like the only one thing I have left and that's this movie and Like, not for nothing, like, I I, I totally agree. Like, the movie is self-indulgent. It's ridiculous. It's an entire ripoff of their relationship. Um, But in my opinion, if Joey had that big of a problem with it, she certainly shouldn't be on set. And I I don't, like, disagree with Dawson here because Joey basically is like, haven't you ever thought that I'm not over it either? And it's like, well, you know, you're the one who broke up with him. So I just feel like as the dumpy, he is allowed to go through it. A little bit more than you are Especially when Mm -hmm. your reason for dumping him Is still not fucking clear to me
3: I still don't understand it Right Um, I, I think that You know Joey's given no sign at all that she's actually having a hard time She's dating somebody else Exactly Her personality in general is to bury feelings Dawson is the exact opposite He spills all of his feelings He overshares his feelings So obviously we know that Dawson's going through it It's much, much, much harder to see that Joey's going through something Um so you know it's it's hard to understand I agree with you I do think that if Joey felt Uncomfortable with the script then she should have not volunteered because you know it's not like She wasn't blindsided ultimately like you know but on the other like like Side of the coin it's like I understand he has nothing else to you know, write about, but you're saying that you're a creative person. Like, come up with anything. Yeah, make make hook too. For goodness' yeah. sake,
2: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I I see what you're saying. It's just, yeah, it's hard. Like, it's it's more like, well, you're the one who broke up with him, Joey. So what are you doing here? You know, they're both trying to act like they're both fine when they're obviously not. Um, So we get to kind of the end of the set day. Everyone's packing up uh, and we have this like really sweet moment between Grams and Jen. Um, And she's, you know, I've seen everybody working together for a common goal. I'm so impressed. And you know what else I saw? A beautiful, accomplished young woman, you know, directing them on what to do. Uh, Mm -hmm. What a wonderful time to be a woman. Um, And I, I really like, this is like the sweetest we've ever Mm -hmm. seen Grams. I feel like with no ulterior motive, uh, almost out of nowhere She's like paying Jen all of these compliments Of like yep. you're a strong independent woman You're like telling all these people what to do Like this is your first time ever doing this I'm so impressed like I
3: love this moment Between them Me too I thought that this was a great showing From Grams um, You know she Explains how like you know back in her day There weren't many options right. For women and it's like amazing That you can do whatever you want And Be whoever you want And you can do it Without a man by your side Yeah It's like It's nice So nice from Grams Yeah Grams is so nice That retreat really did a lot Of of (laughs) wonders for her She's evolving
2: Maybe she took a class On how to raise Your teenage granddaughter And it Maybe Helped her out Maybe Um, And Ty comes in He's you know He's ready to go uh, and Graham's holds back. She's like, "Have a nice time." And then she she can't help herself. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: Don't stay out too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. fine.
2: It's, just, it's it's not fine. too much, you know. No, that's just not too much to so ask. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, so you want to finish out where Ty and Jen go then?
2: Yes, let's finish out with them because we're already on them. Uh, yeah. Ty is like bringing her somewhere because he was in charge of the date, as we said earlier. They end up at a prayer meeting, uh, like a Bible Bible study group. Yeah. Um. Here's my thing. All right, like nothing against religion or anything else. You do whatever you want to do. I feel like this is a horrible first date for many reasons. First of all, he has no idea what her religious background is, at least not that we've seen. They've never had a conversation about it. What if she's like Jewish or something completely different than whatever the hell he's bringing her into? That would make me extremely uncomfortable.
3: Okay, so I will say that like... Grams was the one that introduced the two of them yeah so like this is this doesn't feel like it Feels like grams like push tie to be like I have this beautiful granddaughter that's around yeah. your Age you'll just love um her and of course we know that grams is religious so I think that it was easy For him to assume that yeah. she would be as well um He's in my mind I know that you said that he was very forward But he in my mind like Seemed like a really nice guy Um of course This made Jen feel uncomfortable He should have given her a heads up That this is where they're going Um my question to you is Is this a deal breaker?
2: Is someone being religious a deal breaker? Or is- No
3: no like say you're in this position You yourself are not religious Your guy that you're going on a date with Is Like presumably religious since he brought you to a bible study would you like attempt if you if the chemistry was there all day up until this awkward moment like would you entertain a second date with him like is this a deal breaker can you talk to him about it and say like you know that it make me feel very comfortable I'm not really religious myself I definitely think there would certainly be a conversation.
2: Um, but I feel like on a grand scale, I think I would struggle to connect to somebody if we had different religious beliefs. I feel like, and there are people who can make it work, obviously. Mm-hmm. There are people out there in the world who can make it work. Um, but I think I would struggle with it. I, I think especially if someone thought this was a good idea to bring someone to you on a first date, like I would question their judgment. Like, why, why did you think this was a great idea? And not only that, if I'm Jen, immediately I'm thinking, oh, who was the first person I saw tie with? Grams. Okay, this is all one big setup. Like, this mm-hmm. is sabotage. This is Grams' attempt to get me with somebody that she approves of. This explains why she was being so nice to me and why she didn't really mm. scoff at the idea of me going on a date with this guy. Mm-hmm. That this, like, that's where my brain would go. Like, conspiracy theory. This is Grams setting me up with the guy she approves of. And I feel like in Jen's like rebel teenage mind, immediately she would be like, Ugh, not interested in anymore because Grams likes him, so why would I? You know?
3: That I think that's um probably a, the the right take from Jen.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Knowing knowing Jen. I probably I don't know if we're gonna see this Thai character again. Mm-hmm. But if she was feeling him all day, then if she can get Past that then I don't know Maybe maybe maybe. I
2: don't Think yeah I think that the I don't think religion for Her like I think she dates somebody who's Religious like I don't think that's a deal breaker Necessarily for her I just think her Mind would immediately go to like This is so fishy you know Like it just seems so sus Especially to me it's Very sus that he didn't say anything about it Being a prayer thing That was
3: weird it's like
2: why did he Make her think that it Wasn't I mean I feel like he lied by omission by not saying anything it feels very sneaky like he's like oh I'll show her how great church is you know just by like bringing her in I know it was weird it
3: depends on like what the intention was like if he was like you know like oh like maybe she would enjoy this and he didn't know like it depends on like how in on the scam he was yeah because maybe I just he, he you thought that ask. she would enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I just, yeah, I just think it's a, it's a, definitely a conversation
2: you should have before you bring mm-hmm. somebody into that. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like this move from Ty. I thought that everything was going very well. That this immediately like rocks the boat, and I'm very curious to see how it plays out next episode and um, what the repercussions are.
3: Yeah, I'm curious as well um
2: so we're back it's the end of set day uh Devin and Chris are going to get some food Dawson's like eh, I'm gonna stay on set you know I kind of want to wrap things up here um and Devin stays behind And he's, she's like oh it's really odd you wrote a script that was so close to real life but you changed the ending um and it's like it's kind of awkward like I don't know I feel like she's awkward yeah everything she does kind of is awkward
3: <laughs> yeah she's like you know what my Psych professor would say and Dawson's Like give up all hope for the past and focus On the future she's like yeah That is what my psych professor would Say yeah And she's like I just want to say like you Have a lot of potential as a director And Dawson appreciates That because he loves compliments And uh, You know and then they They that's the end of set day Number one or two
2: yeah Uh, And then we have this moment with with Joey And Dawson and you know, I I did appreciate this from Joey. Like, I feel like this is a very quick turnaround time on her realizing that she was in the wrong, right? She apologizes. She says, it was unfair. It's been really hard for me to watch my life reenacted. Um, I feel like that's a fair thing to say. It, it'd be tough yep. for anybody. And I agree with yeah. you. Like I didn't really think of it in that way. I thought, well, she's seen the script, but I feel like there's a kind of a difference between reading the script and then literally
3: watching it happen in front of you.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. And that had to be hard. So yeah, I maybe I get it.
3: like Joey doesn't have good reading comprehension. Maybe she only read every couple of words. <laughs> she skimmed it. She skimmed yeah, the she script. Skimmed, yeah. She's like, I don't have fucking time for this shit. I have art yeah. class. Yeah. yeah she just like read like every few pages yeah she
2: skipped the parts where uh where like it was actually anything actually happened yeah (laughs) yeah um so uh you know dawson basically is like you know i thought that doing this movie would put the past behind me um and we find out we find out we finally know how long it has been since they broke up it has been a few months quote unquote so we're looking at like roughly 12
3: creek weeks uh 8 to 12 creek weeks
2: between 8 and 12 creek weeks is how long it's been since they've broken up i I
3: think we were right
2: well we had guessed about that we we weren't sure how long it had been we were trying kind of just guesstimating um and yeah it's it's interesting dawson basically says you know i'm trying to figure out how it is to be without you uh i tried acting like i didn't care that obviously didn't work and i i do like this line as much as you know the back and forth is kind of annoying between them he says, I just want to lay in bed uh, with my best friend and pour my heart out to her. And I thought this was a nice way of putting it, because mm-hmm. as much as like, obviously, he still loves her, like, no question. Um, but it to me, he's making it less uncomfortable because he's basically saying like, he didn't say anything about like, oh, I wanted to kiss you or I wanted to hug you or hold right. you. He's saying, I, I want my best friend back. Like, I miss having someone I could just be completely honest with and just talk to you all the time. Um, yeah,
3: I feel like Joey's feeling the same way. They really fucked up their friendship by by being together, which is what they were worried about. Yeah, but like you know, yeah, they had something good going. They had to put the kiss in between them. It's, it's yeah. it wasn't worth it. No, uh, and yet no. Joey
2: says it's difficult for her too. Uh, she says they'll always be connected, but they have to move on. And this is of course when Jack Jack loves to interrupt people. Um, yeah, he's the interrupter. Uh, that's his thing. Uh, so he's there and you know what Got on Dawson he thanks Jack for all his help um, I thought
3: that nice was moment. very nice Of Dawson very very nice And I, I also thought it was very nice Like Jack offers to clean up so They're like little civils with each other yep. And Dawson's like You know what you guys you've Given me enough of your time today like Go off go have fun like you do You boo boo right yeah nice Moment between them very mature
2: Um, uh, I liked this, but I, I got very much like, uh, in the, in the scene with Joey and Dawson, I very much got like the notebook, like it's not over. It still isn't over vibes. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, um, so we'll see where that goes, but for now they're not together. He's still making the movie. Um, shit's going to happen. Um I did have a uh a notable 90s song
3: I do too I wonder if
2: it's the same one because I thought there were kind of two but I picked one of over the other okay let's see I picked it's all been done by the bare naked ladies
3: oh yes um love that song we love that song yes um so so good um so I had that and then uh that Bruce Springsteen song sad eyes is a bop too
2: Yeah that one was a really good one as well they they utilize song very well in this episode I thought they
3: do love the music love that they saved all of their music budget for one episode with <laughs> Rachel A. Cook they're like oh we got the big guns here gotta yep. make it a good episode she's here um
2: although here's the thing like I don't think she was that big yet because it's very difficult to tell the timing of everything um i did some googling to try to figure out which came first she's all that or this episode Mm
3: -hmm. they're like
2: it's a question mark because Mm. they both came out in 1999 so it's a question of which one filmed first um they they're right they're very close together
3: interesting Mm -hmm. was she in anything else before that um let me look i oh she was in the babysitters club how dare us oh my gosh no
2: and we are you know very notably the detective babysitters so we should have known that
3: we should have known she was marianne babysitters club that's rough very rough you know the we're the people who care so
2: it does list she's all that as being before dawson's creek they're both a 99 but this one's lower so i assume that she was in she's all that first yeah. Um but yeah, Gosh. other than that I don't really recognize anything um that she was in a lot of like T V movies. Um
3: but okay, yeah hold on, hold on. I just like Quickly, I, I didn't see anything except for the fact that this bitch got nominated for something for the role of Devin, and I'm like, How?
2: How <laughs> well, maybe we'll see? I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious that she has to come back because the movie no. isn't done yet. I'm in denial. No, I thought right. this was over. This is it, it was a one shot. She was it. That's it. Is somebody I
3: don't know, I think like an MTV movie award or something. It's like, Who's, who's <laughs> nominating her? If you're like you just were a were child, yeah. If you were a child in the nineties and nominated Rachel A. Cook as Devin for the MTV music awards or movie awards, I hope you're ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? My god I don't Um, even know what I Didn't even look to see what she was Nominated for because good don't look Spoiler: I'm not I would out of it okay but I'm Just saying uh, oh
2: my gosh
3: how Um, dare you All right do we want to get into the Feedback feedback yeah did you know This episode was um, released on February 3rd 1999 I did not that's courtesy of Dirtbag Kelly thank you so grams is back so where is she where that's what the comment was and so yes she is, nice. is yeah and where was she we Better don't know
2: retreat that's what we our that's what our thing is. she's at a
3: retreat yeah yeah we get some Rachel Lake Cook action is this before or after the she's all that wow look at that wow we, we don't, uh, me and you Kelly
2: same yeah. wavelength I so think we, we decided said, that it's that it's she's all that was very very slightly before
3: before yeah. Right. So I feel like if a nude model is going on I don't think anyone can just wander into class You would think so You You would think that they like lock the door But Dawson just like barges right in He doesn't care Mm -hmm. He wants to look at all the nude models He got lucky that it was Rachel A. Cook
2: Yeah To be honest with you Couldn't be anybody Signed on as leading lady
3: Could have been anybody Uh, The Pacey Andy breakup was totally Out of left field that totally gets supposed to represent The unstable nature I guess but seems odd to me that Pacey suddenly Can go Um, I feel like this was a rough one Um, We talked a lot about this This episode Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know I don't think That she really meant like you can Go I don't want to be with you I think that was just words. It was the Somet- heat of the moment. You know, sometimes couples, you know, use that as a tactic. I don't right. recommend it, but that is <laughs> sometimes what happens. Yeah. Um, I'd like that Dawson is calling his movie Creek Times. Is that the name of the movie, Jess? I don't I miss remember that. him ever saying it. I miss that. Um, if that was in this, I totally missed it. And um, the freaking movie is called Creek Times. Creek Times. Creek Times. Interesting. Someone's good as um, Dawson's Creek. I, well, you yeah. think he'd call it Wade's Creek. <laughs> Wade's Creek. <laughs> um, so, so okay. So, by the way. Kelly totally is blaming grams for the tie thing (gasps) look at that
2: see I'm just saying like it's too coincidental to not be the case I mean we'll see it's certainly possible it's not but I feel like that's where everybody's head would go right yeah
3: yeah also um I don't know if we mentioned this but Kelly seems to believe that this is the first I'd love you from Pacey and Andy did we gloss over that no, well he here's the first like I love you I love you but
2: in this the rain When they were in Andy's car he says I'm falling in love with you which is okay. the same Thing okay like, I guess I, I view know. it as exactly the same Thing
3: uh no I don't know I don't know I love you and I Love you too that's kind of like a big Deal
2: I I mean he said I was I'm falling in love with you so I just thought that Was the first time
3: but what? did she say it back Yeah I don't know <laughs> Uh and then big episode is coming up next week Super pumped It's a big episode So the name of it is to be or not to be And it's a two-parter So
2: we're gonna have our first like TBC moment I guess
3: On the show No like no we already had that Oh well we already had
2: our first TBC But this is the first I don't think that that one was like a Parentheses one parentheses two situation was it? Maybe it was.
3: I don't know. Regardless, it seems like it's a big deal because it's called "to be or not to be." Yeah, it's fancy. Um, so I'm excited for that. Uh, thank you, Kelly. Thanks, um, oh, Kelly. Oh, also, Kelly did not um did mention that he does not uh, mind being called a shithead or a noodle. So he likes both of them. Both of them. So well, we that's don't know. We no need help,
2: Kelly. Come on. I, I know. We, 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 <laughs> pick a side, Kelly.
3: Pick a pick a side. <laughs> um and we have a email from the lovely Linda. Um, hey, Sarah and Jess, back with some his leading lady rambles and rants. The things Dawson does will forever perplex me. Why is he just strolling into the middle of a college class that isn't even his? <laughs> he literally lives in his own world. Yep. Um, I mean, he is a Pisces, and Pisces often live in their own world. They uh, kind of think that they rule the roost, uh, go wherever they please to go. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this always drives me crazy. Pisces barely touches his nose. Throws out the tissue Then goes dumpster diving Get your hands out of Andy's garbage
2: <laughs> I love Linda Like classifying this as dumpster diving That this is, is amazing dumpster
3: diving um, Fantastic Yes Do not go through people's trash I guess Okay this so we get a hilarious. stance
2: from Linda I I appreciate this Because I I'm yeah. curious what other people think as well If they approve of this or not
3: Yeah, Um, it's also a bit odd to me Andy was taking Xanax being that it's a benzo and highly addictive. It seems weird to prescribe somebody that to a high school student. It treats severe anxiety, but Jack described Andy as having highs and lows. That medication could help when she is manic, but it would do nothing to help her when she's depressed. It also is for acute anxiety like panic attacks, not daily treatment of an anxiety disorder. Interesting.
2: See, thank you, Linda. Thank you, Linda. Thank you for that information. Uh, honestly, if I had to guess, the fucking writers didn't know shit when they when they put this in the I, show.
3: They, I mean, I. But then again, this is Xanax, so that's true.
2: Um, excuse me, Linda. It is Xanax.
3: Not Xanax no. no 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 But they like clearly say Xanax <laughs> no, they Zanax. call Xanax Yeah,
2: it's, yeah just so, you're, so you're Thank you for yeah. thank, thank you for the for classification that, that clarific- I appreciate Yeah it. that's great Linda Thank you Yeah
3: Another thing would be That it would be um, Bad withdrawal symptoms So it's weird Her doctor would have Just stopped her taking yes. it Yeah Spot on that Linda might, Yeah That might explain uh, Andy's interaction With De- uh, Devin later In the episode <gasps> Fair We
2: didn't even think About the fact That she had taken Her last one And it might have been The next day When she was
3: off of it Uh, Yeah that's a good point Um So she she quotes has a couple Of quotes that she likes um this one From Devin um if you Can't take constructive criticism you're not Going to make it great point from Devin Mm -hmm. um I I understand Andy's hesitancy And fear of telling Pacey She was on medication There is the fear Of being labeled As the crazy girl And people leaving Because they don't understand I feel like she Also doesn't want Pacey Seeing her as someone Who is sick Fearing the relationship With Will be Him always worrying And feeling like He has to take care of her Mm -hmm. She wants things To stay the same She fears Becoming a burden
2: Yeah And especially With her mom mom, Having similar issues It's like She's gonna I think She's worried he sees her as somebody She need. he needs to rescue from the Grocery store right
3: yeah Absolutely totally makes sense. yeah um, I get what Pacey is saying about Filming in Dawson's bedroom But are there no <laughs> other bedrooms in Cape Side? why make a cardboard set With lawn chairs so Linda Thinks that this is uh, that the cardboard set Was like a permanent he, staple too Maybe
2: maybe you guys are right I Could have swore it was just for just for Like I don't know not practice but rehearsals
3: Yeah does it get more 90s than a Bare naked ladies montage no No it does not no. um, I know Pacey's worried about Andy But the way he went um, About things in the high school Wasn't it coming at her Saying that she isn't fine then Placing Andy in the chair Like that and blocking her in Telling her she is in the right place to make a decision And isn't thinking straight Probably is not the best move Pacey That is going to make her feel completely defensive And she's going to push you away
2: this is a really good point that, um, I meant to, I was thinking in the moment of, like, I don't like how he worded, like, you're not fine. Like, I don't, yeah. I feel like that's a wrong approach to have. I do agree, like, physically boxing her into a chair isn't, yeah. isn't the best. I think there's, and I think it's, doing it in public also is mm-hmm. a little bit questionable. I, I agree with those points, Linda.
3: Yeah, um, Linda's also happy that Pacey didn't listen to Dawson's awful advice. <laughs> yeah. um, so back in the day. Oh, whoa. Back in the day, we had these things called VCRs and recorded Dawson's <laughs> Creek every week. I wore my tape rewinding and rewatching this scene so much um, about, you know. With Pacey and Andy? Which P- one? Uh, Pacey and Andy not giving up on her. Oh, so, yes. like, she writes out... Um, the, this whole interaction about like I just want me to, you to make um to feel Better and the I love you scene Yeah so she This she wore out her VCRs for So <laughs> My babies told each other I love you for the first time I've been Where Andy is just we- Wanting so desperately to be better To be normal and not wanting to be a burden and pushing people away. I've had people leave, and then when others got close, I would try to push them away before they can leave. I feel like Andy's dad leaving her when her mom got sick and when she needed him really affected her. She doesn't want history repeating itself with Pacey, so she tried pushing him away before he could ever leave her. Pacey showed her he isn't going anywhere, and he's going to be by her side through everything because he loves her. Also, I get some people might think these days it's a bit creepy that he climbed up through the window but back in the 90s the trellis climb was super romantic and i still love it i yeah. do too <laughs> oh and some stuff with joey and dawson happened but this email was already too long
2: <laughs> you know what linda i think that's such a great point that we really didn't bring up as andy's dad leaving her mother when times got tough like yeah. totally understandable that andy would feel like history was going to repeat itself like that's what she's been accustomed to um, I totally agree. Thank you so much, Linda. I love your emails. Um, yeah, I really thoughtful. really appreciate it.
3: Yes. Um, and Linda's also excited for our reactions with to be or not to be. Yes, coming up next week.
2: I cannot. I'm excited. This might
3: wait. be a uh, Sarah. Watch this as soon as we hang up. Yeah sort Sarah gasps
2: thing. at the TV thing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, I need to do some more um live tweets. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. If you you definitely should do that. Um okay. so before we get into our fashion hour, would you like an update on the poll as to who is more honest? <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. What are you doing looking at the poll? I
2: looked at the poll because I first of all I had to retweet it. Second of all, I had to vote in it. You vote I didn't vote this. Well then you fair. should vote and
3: even it out. Oh even it out sure jan um i can't i can't vote in my own poll oh it won't let you vote
2: okay well yeah i'm fairly certain Mm -hmm. i win but it's a very narrow margin because if you voted you would have voted for yourself i believe the numbers are somewhere around the like 50 something 50 something range I am okay. just a
3: hair more honest. Apparently. Lady. Okay. There's 10 votes. Six people voted for you. Four people voted for me.
2: Okay. So then if you voted for yourself. Because it's a 60. I didn't <gasps> vote for
3: myself. It would be 50 50. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You really put this the finger brutal. on the pulse for that one. Listen,
2: I don't know how to count. Um. Well, it's time. But-
3: we have. Uh, I mean, I'm not voting for myself. So far, you're the more honest one. I would like to know. I wish that we can know who voted for what, though.
2: I know it won't tell us. Yeah. Also, Let's our friend, right if you voted in this poll.
3: <laughs> also, our friend Karen said, "What are you two fighting about now?"
2: <laughs> I don't think we were fighting. I don't. I don't, I don't really, really remember fighting. why this came up. Um. Anyway, shall we move on to the fashion hour?
3: Absolutely.
2: All righty. For the Fashion Hour, Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit. We are starting off with the creeper herself, Devon. First of all, first of all, how serendipitous was it? She is rehearsing for the role of Joey. She is wearing, it doesn't say high school on it, it does have the number 12. No, it was number eighteen. Uh, last I know, time. I know, but like to me it was like very similar. It, was, it had
3: an air of it, yeah. Same thing.
2: Um so she is wearing um black and white striped Adidas pants, very classic yeah, 90s look. Yes, she is. Uh black sneakers, and then on top, to kind of go with it, she has on a red sweater, uh, with white detailing with black lines, and the number twelve on it, kind of like a v neck, and her hair is um What would you call this, like Page Boy? What would you describe this as?
3: Oh, this is like a Newsies haircut. Okay,
2: Newsies haircut is what we're gonna go with. What do you think of this outfit?
3: Oh, like the Adidas pants is so nineties, early Mm two thousands, and like she has the black shoes with the white bottoms, like the. bottom rims and like her sweater is like a jersey but it's also like has fuzzies it's it is very 90s it really truly is and like yes like we totally had numbers it's still like you can see how much of a a thing it was yeah
2: 100 percent uh next uh, two new people uh we have new guy ty he is wearing a canadian tuxedo (laughs) yeah he is with a look what appears to be just like a gray t-shirt underneath another notable thing about him is his hair which definitely has highlights in it um very very 90s as well kind of like frosted tips ish um what did you think of this outfit from ty
3: I mean, he it's like he's like a, he's like a cowboy. I don't know. Like it is like this uh, denim on denim is like such like a vibe. Um, he, His hair is not quite frosted tips, but almost.
2: It's very. Yeah. You can see yeah. there's like a hint there. It's not as yeah. like um they're not like bleach, bleach blonde. But yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, if you take off the um, the. the top like he just is wearing a gray shirt and it doesn't air on 90s that much but yeah like the denim on denim aesthetic is very 90s yes
2: um and lastly we have our girl joey um she the main reason i chose this was because of the bottoms she's wearing like carpenter's pants like carpenter jeans um where they have that like loop on the left leg which is meant for like a hammer (laughs) Um, and I, my dad wears these, I know all about them. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and then she is wearing a white, black, and, um, light blue horizontal striped v-neck sweater. Uh, her hair is a bit more, like, tousled, I would, I would say, like, not really intentionally wavy. It looks kind of like if you had wavy hair, you showered and you didn't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do see her hair in a claw clip, very like a, a variety of times in this episode. What do you think of this outfit?
3: Well, yeah, like my favorite thing about this is her um, her clipboard. Like, <laughs> it's a great accessory. Um, yeah. V necks are a vibe. The sh- the stripes is a vibe. Like, sure. Like she looks. I wonder what her job is on this set. Besides just learn, like looking surly. I feel like
2: she's, yeah, <laughs> looking surly is her job. I think she just keeps things moving. I don't know. She's kind yeah. of like secondhand to Jenna, I yeah. guess.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And she's not even using like a number two pencil. She to like write her notes on her clipboard. She's wearing like using like a drawing pencil. Oh, because she's fancy. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And then look, And then look who's behind her fucking creep of course she is of (laughs) course she is uh you know what like I've been ragging on her the entire time but we we might as well just give it to the ultimate creep (laughs) uh Devin I hate her give it to the
2: ultimate creep okay congratulations trash trash uh you have won the Rachel Green award um are you ready for the Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness
3: Absolutely. Um,
2: Here we go. So we're starting things off with Miss Jen. Um, She this is kind of like her movie set outfit, I suppose. Um, She is wearing black denim with black boots, leather black jacket and a little pop of red. She looks like she's wearing like a red shirt. And on top of that is a red button down cardigan What do you think of this black and red and obviously her her like kind of high heeled chunky uh, platform boot i suppose that,
3: this outfit's kind of a mess like i don't I don't even know what's gonna happen it was, like here. rough
2: picking yeah. for the paul Red certificate of timelessness this week i feel like everybody's outfit to me read very 90s so I yeah totally a
3: bit. yeah but i don't even know what's going on with this shirt under the shirt so it's two red shirts to me it's too much like
2: take off the cardigan or take off the jacket i feel like you should leave the jacket though
3: but is there a red t-shirt under the Yeah oh
2: yeah it's definitely Because you can see the cardigan is unbuttoned
3: uh, I mean Jennifer Like you can you can do better And even her like boots are Over the top like she's kind of just Raging this episode she's trying To be like the badass from New York for sure Yeah she's like hi I'm just like a producer I don't have time for your shit here's My confusing outfit now you think I'm sophisticated <laughs> Have you heard I'm from New York have you heard heard, did you know did you know i'm from
2: new york i didn't know um uh and lastly so i only have two outfits this week uh we have andy in her uh in her robe this is like one of the final scenes um i picked this one so it's basically it's a basic robe it's like kind of an off-white she looks like she's wearing a nightgown underneath her hair is a little bit disheveled she looks like she should be like kind of she's a little pasty a little pale Um I chose that she's wearing like slippers and high socks totally relatable uh I chose this one Because it's like you know what we've all been there we've all like just been in a comfy ass Robe that robe actually looked very comfortable it Um, does so yes
3: um yeah this uh, this looks like a very Comfy robe it looks like it's uh I don't know if it's like wool or felt or it doesn't look it like doesn't look terry like su- cloth.
2: Yeah it doesn't look super heavy duty yeah. It looks more like a transition mm-hmm. robe Between yeah. like winter and summer And I
3: think like her slippers are those Brown slippers with yes. the white fur Yes you, you know those my mom had that Yeah and they're very like I feel like you could see those today Yeah so Um I thought that This was a cute outfit For Andy and I will Be giving my Paul Red Award to Andy this week. Congratulations, Andy
2: and Creeper Devin You have
3: one. oh no seven. This, <laughs> uh,
2: this was a good episode. I enjoyed it. I'm really excited though for next week, knowing it's a two-parter. I'm excited to see what the shenanigans are that these creek creeps get into. Um,
3: I had a lot of fun. I mean I thought that this episode was Okay like it wasn't like one of my Favorite favorites um, especially since We've had like a couple of really good Episodes recently yeah um, I think this is Probably gonna fall on um, the lower half For me I liked the Pacey and Andy Stuff more than I
2: liked the Dawson and Joey stuff um, but I thought there were Like nuggets in there that I that I Enjoyed so I don't know that it would Be I mean season two is a, has a lot of Good episodes so it probably yeah. fall like Middle of the pack I think
3: Maybe maybe um, But I enjoyed it nonetheless uh, We talked about next episode Right um, a bunch What Too hot to handle was it
2: Too hot to handle to be or not to be
3: <laughs> Yeah And it's a two parter so I, I can only Imagine what that's going to be about
2: Yes yeah really exciting stuff We can't wait Uh, As always, you can find me on Community Building um, over at Post Show Recaps. Uh, If you want to send in your feedback, we'd really appreciate it always uh, at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram and Shit90sPod at gmail.com. Sarah, what else do you have going on?
3: Oh, I'm going to be, if you're a patron of Rob Has a Podcast, I will be on the patron feedback show for the survivor season blood versus water um it's a new month so if you want to be a patron now is the time to do it i've heard to if you want to do a poster of recaps for her to support Jessica. That's uh, now's absolutely now a good time. Um but um so yeah, like I'm going to be talking Blood versus Water. I like watched that entire Season rewatch that entire season. So we're going to be gabbing about that and aside from that, we have um Matilda coming up for our July coverage in a few weeks with um Latanya Starks and that's going to be really exciting. Um and we have another uh july special movie and i'm really excited about that boy meets world and austin's creek don't you forget it um and that's about it yeah that's all we have going on here just just a few just a
2: few things going on um but yeah this was really fun we can't wait to talk to you all next week on to be or not to be uh, season one episode fourteen of or excuse me, season two episode fourteen of Dawson's Creek. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next time.
0: Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app.